0: Welcome to the Black Ballers Podcast. I am John Paul Namdi, and this is the podcast that explores the stories of black footballers around the world. Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of the Black Ballers Podcast. Um, this promises to be an exciting one because I have a very special guest in the building. Actually, a special guest because he was my very first guest on the podcast, and I'm happy to have him back here. Omar Akatuba, one of Nigeria's finest sports journalists, currently based in Germany. Welcome to the the podcast, Omar.
1: Thank you very much for having me. Great to be on your podcast again. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah thanks a lot i remember um the very
1: first time i started
0: this and when i beckoned on you to be here you really gave me your time and um since then it's been exciting and i'm happy to have you here once more
1: thank you and uh, let me commend you for your great work passion is 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 very important in whatever we do and then um, yeah. i'm impressed by the fact that you have co- continued to do this and you know you have done your best to, 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 to keep the flow. And that's very impressive.
0: Thumbs up. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. So I've been following you, you know, on, on social media and you are one person that really gives us the latest and um, what's happening over there with african footballers in playing in top flights leagues in europe and recently you traveled to africa yeah. um to nigeria to ghana and to and some other west african countries for a scouting program uh-huh. and yeah i would like to ask because it's, it's an interesting one for me especially and for the for listeners of this podcast can you give us an, a highlight of um, what really happened your um like the highlight of the scouting trip to Africa? Okay.
1: Um, I went to Africa because, um, you know, I, I took a friend, a partner, somebody who has been uh, my friend and partner for about five years now, to Africa to see where some of the best African players he sees in Europe are coming from. You know, we have um, had a lot to do with a lot of Nigerian players who are big in Europe. And um, at some point I said to him, I said, let's go back to where these guys came from. Let's go to the route so you can see the players at their rawest form or yeah. in, their, in their raw form. So it took him time to agree and accept my proposal. And finally, in 2021, he decided to <laughs> give it a shot. So we went to see some of the players in their elements back home, playing in those pitches and getting to see what they especially go through. For him to really understand the where the African player is coming from, the average African mm. player. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was an interesting journey for me because of the first time I'm able to really take a European agent to go pick players from Nigeria, which for me it feels good to do. It's more like something to a way to help contribute to the betterment of young footballers in Nigeria. I get a lot of messages every day on my Instagram, mm-hmm. help me, help me, help me, help me, and then I feel that the easiest way to help is to go fish them from where they. Uh, in Nigeria, in Africa, so it's the first one more to happen, and uh, okay. it, it was an interesting, interesting journey.
0: Oh, that's nice. So, how many countries did you guys visit?
1: Just two, but in okay. two countries we visited uh, four cities or four states. Nigeria: we were in Benin, we were in Asaba, we were in Lagos, and Ghana: okay. we were in Accra and Kumasi. Okay.
0: Interesting. Um, And like you, you said, it's um, really nice to go back um, to really help. And from the European perspective, for them to really see these guys, where they are coming from, how they are being groomed and all that. And um, from your travel experience um, to these two countries, what do you think is really the future or the hope for an average African talented footballer? Because it seems right now everybody wants to leave Africa every football footballer wants to leave Africa which is not possible so only a hand a handful get this golden opportunity to even try out and very few make it to that top What's really the, the hope of an an African child going up to play football in Africa
1: very very difficult, tricky and interesting question I think that my my sound very controversial now i think that the mm-hmm. the biggest hope of an african footballer is to go to europe <laughs> <laughs> you
0: have you have because, always said that <laughs>
1: because that's your only chance at making any success out of your career as we um, speak as of today and that is because of the situation of things in Africa and when I mean Africa now, I mean sub-Saharan Africa you can take out Egypt Morocco Tunisia South Africa Mm-hmm. Uh, Algeria, but the rest, if you're in those parts of the world, you must find your way to go out. It doesn't have nice. to be Europe. If you go to Japan, you go to China, you go to Azerbaijan, you go to mm-hmm. Israel, you have some level of comfort. At least your life will be better than what you have in these countries that I have talked about. Nigeria, to be precise, because that's our country. We know mm-hmm. how bad the league is. There's nothing to sugarcoat. I don't believe in. Sugarcoating rubbish, all this <laughs> patriotism. I'm not, I'm not a stupid person. I don't believe yeah. that is patriotism. Patriotism is actually laying it bare and facing and realizing and agreeing that there are problems and knowing that we can solve these problems. So as of today, the only hope of the African player is to go abroad. However, we need to get better, we need to improve our football. We need to create a better environment. We need to give the players an opportunity to succeed in nigeria which means that if going forward the chances of making it for the average african player first and foremost should be to succeed at home
0: mm-hmm.
1: because that is what it is like everywhere in the world in the the old, UK, yeah. It's la liga first nobody in spain is saying i want to go to Pre-. you go to premier league actually when in most cases, when well, you are not too good enough for the La Liga,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, or when you've made a name and, and want to just go there to, to get to cash out
1: exactly to cash out. I mean, even cashing out, you can't do it in Spain. You, Barcelona has the highest wage
0: bill in Europe, yeah,
1: of actually. You know and Messi takes most of the body. Barcelona players earn a lot. Real Madrid, Atletico, of course, you cannot say the same for the others, however you cannot say that you are playing for Sevilla and then you are hungry or you are looking up to somebody playing in Manchester United. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's Europe. You are fine. Yeah. You know? And then you are proud that you are playing in, perhaps, the best league in Europe. You know, that's a debate for another day, you know? Yeah. If yeah. a French boy wants to play football, he's dreaming first to play for Rons if he lives in Rons, for Marseille if he lives in Marseille, for... For Leon, if he lives in Leon, in this India. yeah, you yeah, exactly. on and so forth, and then when they can do well in that league, they know that opportunities will come to get better to, to go to another level.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In Nigeria, it's not the same. Let me tell you the average Nigerian player doesn't even look forward to playing in the league. <laughs> Those who play in the league are the ones who are already who. Who
0: didn't have the time, who didn't have the opportunity or the chance.
1: Exactly. Who feels like, okay, I have bread is better than none. Why yeah. am I going to go abroad? Let me manage the league. That is the, the problem. And that's also not... The reasons are not far-fetched. The league mm. is too poor, the league is too backward. It's a it's a very bad state. We, mm. have, to, we have to, by all means, improve our league so that you give more opportunities to young footballers and not just footballers, agents, journalists, mm. everyone in, the- in football because yeah. the league will be a, a major employer of labor.
0: Yeah, you're, you're very right, and it's very spot on. And um, it's quite strange because when we complain about the state of football, not just football, every other aspect, um, like you said, in sub Saharan Africa, it seems as if. We don't have the potential to do better. We have everything, all the resources, but I think uh, the people managing our football, the people managing our affairs, are so so. I don't know what to say. Is it that they don't have that vision, that focus, or is just out of wickedness to just subdue everybody? I,
1: I think it's a it's a it's a problem of lack of vision, lack of the managerial acumen and the expertise to really change things. Because at some a few people have done a good thing or good things in the past. We saw COD United.
0: Yeah. They
1: they tried to do good things. Unfortunately they were swallowed by the terrible system because that's always the case, you know, a good guy comes with all the ideas, all the vision, all of the um, motivation and wants to make a change and he's so mm-hmm. excited passionate and then after some months or years he's 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 fading away because all of that energy goes away because when the problems are too much you definitely succumb
0: mm-hmm.
1: so, yeah. but however there are a few guys who have done a good thing or done good things before like COD United we saw Bagada FC, but suddenly I'm not hearing anything again. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps they've gone the same direction like I talked about. Yeah. Right now, there's Van Dresa. They are still young. They are still new. There's still a lot of energy. There's still a lot of money from where it's coming from. I hope that it doesn't <laughs> get dried up like the other ones. The other ones. And then they pack up, close up shop, and then they go away. Um, the thing is, if there are more people doing this good thing, That will now go across board and then affect positively the league. Because if you have a league body that is trying to make some innovations, the NPFL body, credit to them, they are running a very difficult league in a very difficult country, in a difficult climate. So it's hard to really see tangible progress. However, they are trying their best to get things going. They have brought the league on TV, even though that they don't have official TV partners, they created their own platform where they can broadcast the league. I used to hear a lot about that, but I don't hear much. The ball seems to have died down. I hope it's still yeah. there. Yeah. I don't know what is currently happening because I've not heard so much of recent, perhaps money is not available anymore. Because so wrong, what they are doing is super so a lot of money. Super expensive. It's easier yeah. when you have a TV partner who pays you and then takes care of broadcasting. And then earn their money from you know their subscription, but that is not the case because the truth is the league is not valuable enough. nobody will want to invest their scarce resources on a product that will not give you return on investment. Business people are not emotional business people are don't they don't think like NGOs, and that is why the MPFL currently has no Corporate TV sponsor or even corporate sponsor. If 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 I'm mm-hmm. mis, mis, if I'm wrong, correct me. The, the MPF has no corporate sponsor. MPF yeah, at no, the moment. MPF mm-hmm. has no TV uh, broadcast partners, and that says a lot about the state of our football. Because that in itself is a very major source of revenue for even the biggest league in the world. Television mm-hmm. is huge. Television money is powerful, important, pivotal to the growth of every league. And that is missing in our league. Now, that is on the league parts. What about the individual clubs? That is exactly where the problem is. The Nigerian clubs are very poor. The Nigerian clubs are badly managed. The Nigerian clubs are are very unprofessional. And that is because the guys running the clubs themselves don't have the knowledge, don't have the expertise, don't have the experience, don't have the vision to run a football club. It's not rocket science. It's not. It is, it is very, very simple if you have the right people in place. Imagine no Nigerian club has a youth system. And there are academies across Nigeria. People who are not even registered with the league doing proper things. There are a lot of guys running academies in Nigeria, sending players to Europe. And they are doing decently.
0: Yeah, so a lot has been said about developing African football. And I just hope that one day um, African administrators will get it right like like we know, like their European counterparts. So talking about that, um, you are in Europe and, and you follow, uh, you know, the flagship football competition in Europe. And recently, um, the Euro 2020 ended just recently. And from the records, we had about 51 players of African descent at that tournament. Oh, nice. This, this seems to be increasing every year. Um, do you see these counts? Getting where do you see where do you see this getting to, um, as someone who has has been following
1: um, European football um, for a while. Well, the thing is, it will continue to increase. Uh, as we speak, some people are getting on the plane moving to Europe. <laughs> some are mm-hmm. going on the desert. They can't get on the mm-hmm. plane. They can't get a visa, but they are going to Europe by all means possible. A lot of these guys you see who played for many of these countries in the just-concluded Euros were born in Europe because most of their parents were in Europe as refugees. I'm sure you know yeah. that. Yeah, and that sure. isn't going to change at least anytime soon. We hope that Africa gets better. We hope that Africa becomes a place where people want to live in. We hope that Africa is a place or becomes a place where nobody would want to rather go and die on the desert than to live there. So it will continue to rise. Actually, in Germany, for example, there's a prediction that by 2030 or 2040, in every three German, in every three German, two, three, two, or almost two and a half will have immigrant background. And that's already mm. happening. So mm. so immigration background or immigrant background, I don't know which one is correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> I so, understand. So that immigration is actually something that has been happening even before we we're born and it will not stop immigration is something that people like to be part of people like to emigrate from one place to another so yeah. that will continue to happen and i think that it's actually a good thing because if you are born in a country you should have the right to dream to reach any level in life if you're born in a country you should be able to aspire for greatness if you want to play for the national team, if you want to be a politician in the parliament, I think that the world we live in should be a free world where anybody can aspire to achieve anything. And football has shown that it is possible, even though that there's still the issue of racism, whether systematically or otherwise, is still a problem. However, there are still people who, despite all of this, still reach the height, right?
0: Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
1: so I think that it will continue... And um, it's actually good because most of these people, when they succeed in their various countries through football or what have you, they go back to their roots and also help give back one way or the other.
0: Yeah, right. So um in, in, in the same vein, you know, some African players, some players of African descent who are born and, and brought up in Europe hmm. also decide or choose to play for their fatherland. Yes. And um credit, credit to you. You um you 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 played a major role in Maduka's Okoye's yeah. dream of featuring in the super yeah. Echoes. Yeah, you, you really promoted him and um he caught the attention of the national team handlers and oh. at the, at the moment he's the super ego's number 1 glory be to god <laughs> yeah, you know so um now let let's take it this way there's been a call for um, for the national team handlers especially in nigeria right. let's use nigeria as a, as as a, yeah. as a, as, a, as an example now to really include the homegrown players in the national team i am I belong to this school of thought that we should at least intentionally try to you know, include them in the plans of the national team. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your take on this? And do you fear that in the nearest future, because of the lack of tech, um, tactics and facilities to really groom fair players in Africa um, or in Nigeria, these European-born players or European-based um, professionals or foreign professionals will really take over the national
1: team? I will try to be fair and nice because everyone listening to this knows my bias. Yeah. And it's a very just bias. Um, I will start by saying that there's no doubt that there are so many talented footballers in Nigeria. That's actually why we have a lot of Nigerian players playing abroad. That's Mm -hmm. because we have a lot of talented players in Nigeria. However, it is also a known fact that they are not well-groomed. They don't play, you know, under the right conditions. They are not well remunerated, And as a result, they are not full professionals. Mm-hmm. And this is a big hindrance to their growth, and which is also why their chances are not so high in terms of playing for the, nat- the national team. It is is the is the zenith, is the epoch of national team football or football in any country. And to mm-hmm. be at that level, you have to be your best, or you have to be at your best. <laughs> and we all agree that Nigeria's best players are in Europe. The best players in the Nigerian League want to go to Europe. The best players that will come will go to Europe. So at the end of the day, anyone who is good enough should not be playing in the Nigerian League, going by, <laughs> going by the current situation of things. Even of things. the best player in the Brazilian League does not stay in the Brazilian League. The best player, even in the French League, does not stay in the French League. That is the French League that is a dream yeah. for the average Nigerian footballer, at least for a start. I'm not even talking... French is too big. Let's even talk about Belgium. Look at the Austrian national team. All their players,
0: players.
1: their best players are outside of the country. Switzerland, if a Nigerian kid goes to Switzerland, the whole village will throw a party. (laughs) But that country's best players are outside of the country. And that is why they are even able to compete against France at the Euros. Because you cannot come against an Mbappe, a Popogba. A, 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 a Benzema with a player who doesn't even have that level, you will stand no chance. We saw a very classical example against Mexico. They couldn't even pass the ball around. It was two goals in less than 10 minutes. I'm not even saying that the current Super Eagles can even stand Mexico. Do you get it?
0: But the, the current Super Eagles, which we had a lot of pros, yeah. d- Considered for against real alone.
1: That, that's what I'm saying to you. I'm not saying that it can even stand next. Okay. Yeah. How much more people lower than them? Because there's nothing anybody would tell me that a player playing in Eibar is better than a player playing for Leicester City or Napoli. It's not possible, <laughs> except that you are being deluded, which of course is the case for many Nigerians. Due respect, because obviously we are where we are today because of self delusion. We don't. Tell ourselves the truth. The truth. I, I know. I'm sure you agree with me. Yeah, we I agree. It's not him. realistic. We see blue, we call it red. We see white, we call it black. And that's why fellas are yeah. suffering and smiling. They say yeah. Nigerians are happy. How can somebody be happy in such terrible and 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 difficult conditions? It's not happiness. It is accepting the fate and living yeah. as it comes. So, the truth is. Our best players are abroad. Our best players want to go abroad. Our best players should go abroad. So I think that the call should be for a better Nigerian Premier League so that the players can play under good conditions, can be well paid, can grow their craft. And then we can all say this guy has almost the same level as the guy in Europe because he enjoys the same facilities. He has good training. He has quality coaching. That's also another area that we Another have.
0: area, yeah. If you
1: have poor teachers, you are going to have poor students. Where co- our coaches are not well-educated, are not exposed enough, so they cannot give what they don't have. Kudos to a couple of guys like my friend, Matthew Loleko, who are now doing these courses in Nigeria, trying to educate our coaches, you know? So these are some of the problems. Look at the game against Mexico. Even the national team coach, I know a lot of people don't like him because of this same reason. He has said it over and over again, that these players are not... Good enough for the national team. And when they played against Mexico, you could see the vindication in his face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm
1: going to tell you, not on this platform, personally, the things he said after the game.
0: The game.
1: Even said it on Colinudo's interview in a very subtle way that I've always said that the level is too high. <laughs> after <laughs> after one, our four players had muscle cramps, muscle sprain, because wow. you cannot compete at that level with. Just share determination, energy, and passion. Yeah, I, yeah. You need the expertise. A lot of these players need a lot to learn. And to learn a lot of these things, inevitably they have to go to Europe. Mm. Because that is the, the zenith. That's the university for every footballer. It's like first level and second level. Europe is the second level. Bro, you're in Baku, you're in Azerbaijan. For an ignorant Nigerian Azerbaijan is a poor backward country. You know how Nigerians <laughs> think. They have, a yeah. certain, they have a certain amount of countries that are great countries. Outside those countries, there's nothing you want to tell them. But if you go to this so-called in quote now by Nigerian standards, backward countries and see facilities, you know what is
0: better. Talking. It's better, way, exactly. way, way, way better.
1: Exactly. Way better. You'll be amazed at the level of organization and professionalism. I spent seven days at KV Kotrick in Belgium. That is even by Belgian standard, one of the, the smallest clubs, right? Clubs. <laughs> but you need to see the seriousness. You need to see the organization. You need to see how things are done. The pitches they have are lush green. They are taken care of every minute. Sometimes I felt they were even overdoing it. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. All of these things are very important factors in building and producing professional footballers. We don't mm-hmm. have that yet. And as a result, our players don't have that, that, that big chance of, of, of making it into the super egos. Let me say that at the highest level, you need best, your best players. You cannot go to the World Cup with primitive quality. primitive player. Even after but you know
0: even even the nation's capital actually is still a debate that is going on in uh, uh, as far as Nigerian national team is concerned because um for the for the past few years we've had also a mixture of both home based and and foreign pros yes. that won us the, the AFCON in twenty nine them um, 2013 yeah so but i totally agree with you and i just hope that we will be able like you said to up this to really, really um, put more seriousness or more focus on the league, improve the league, and when these guys have the the same or at least a better yeah. um, a training um, facility, technical training, and all that, they'll be able to match up at least with their foreign counterparts and exactly. be given a, a and be given a chance without bias.
1: Um, that's very correct. Let um, yeah. me also. I wanted to just talk about that Africa Nations Cup. Thank God you made. Okay. Even that nation score, people are just playing up the fact that they were two or one home base player. You had Sunday Oban, Godfrey Obabona, right? Who else? Yeah. But you had a team of uh, 11 players, bro. Those two players were complemented by foreign players. Then Omer,
0: Omero, Omero was still there. Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. he was,
1: he was, was not. Bro- he was
0: out already, yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. Two, just two players. And then you say home-based players won the Afcon. How come? Or oh, because one player scored in the final. You needed to win to reach the final. We saw the, the quality of players from Europe who helped the team to reach the final and even won, win the tournament. We had to beat a country like Ivory Coast. You cannot beat a Drogba or a Yaya Touré with some players playing in Imba or Quara United. You need players like Emenike, Menike, a Mikel Lubeon, top players. You get Yeah. So we cannot yeah. rule that out. Even Brazil, bro. Brazil. A Nigerian player can't even make it in the Brazilian league. A, the average Nigerian league player. They can't make it in the Brazilian league. But that league picks 99.9% of the national team players from Europe. Argentina just won the Copa America. Look at their team list. I mentioned five players who are playing in the Argentine league. Maybe one or two. I'm not sure, actually. So... How come we think that we will be different, Nigeria? Who <laughs> told us that we have the most talented footballers? It's just a myth, bro. It's just a myth. If we have the most talented footballers, how come we have not found a JJ culture up to today? The only guy that was touted as JJ was Mikel. I'm sorry, Mikel was nowhere near JJ Okocha. Nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Just because we didn't have JJ, we had to create somebody... To look like JJ, that's why JJ. Was, there was all that buzz about Mikkel being the next JJ. Mikkel was nowhere near JJ, and that's not disrespecting him. Great legend, fantastic player, big achiever. So, so that somebody does not misconstrue what I'm saying, yeah, so yeah, we should not get it wrong. We should go for the best. If we get the best to build our bridges, if we get the best to build our infrastructure, if we get the best. Most Nigerian corporate bodies have European experts doing very critical things for them. So why do you now think that to now play football you can carry anybody from Kwara State or from Adamawa or Sokoto? <laughs> Let's stop it. Let's stop.
0: Okay, uh, what an exciting session! Like like always, um, typical of you, Oma. Thank <laughs> right. you very much um, for this wonderful session. And like always, I hope that anytime um in the future i call on you you'll be able or willing to come on the on the podcast thank you very
1: much i'm always available so long as yeah with football
0: yeah all right guys here we come to the end of this episode catch you on the next one you have been listening to the black Ballers podcast if you've enjoyed the podcast please share with your friends and leave a review thanks for listening.